Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Adalis. Welcome, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good? Good? Okay, good. I'm on your side. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in to this uh, podcast, this week's podcast, today's podcast, whatever kind of podcast, whatever. Uh, we are now on um, the third portion of this imagination series. It's part number three. Uh, and we've titled this, I don't know yet. We're going to title it at the end of the, br- I think it'll come to me at the end. Uh, so just stay tuned. We are going to open up our time together here. The scripture I'm using is Numbers 13. I want you to um, tap into this imagination. You got to really, like we talked about, we mentioned it um, in other episodes, that you have to um, really activate your imagination. And we talked last week or, or last podcast in regards to a vision being uh, the uh, really the byproduct of your imagination. And your imagination is the byproduct of your thought life. And your thought life is the byproduct of what comes out of your heart. And the only thing that's going to change your heart is the word of God. So we're taking the scripture today so that you can see, you can visualize how important it is to imagine yourself out of the scenario or imagine yourself into the scenario you want um, done in your life. And, and we're going to go look at these examples um, in scripture that help us to see why this is so freaking important. Um, Numbers 1331. And it says, but the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. Let me, 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 let me go before. Okay. This was their report, verse 27 to Moses. We, this is Joshua and Caleb, okay? To men of faith. This was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore. And it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here's the kind of fruit it produces. But the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there. They're descendants of Anak. The Amalekites live in the Negev. And the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill countryside. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let us go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. Do you see eyes of faith here? The more I delve into this, the more I see that your imagination really is um, sparked by faith in God's word. So they saw something different. They, they, their, their, their creative center saw it differently than the rest, Joshua and Caleb. Verse 31, but the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go against them. They're stronger than we are. So they spread this bad report about the land among the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour 
anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants there. The descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. And that's what they thought too. Let's, imagination, y'all. That, that they, they done made that up in their heads. Do you know how I know that? Because 40 years after this period, because God caused the, the, God was so ticked off that they could actually see that. It's like, wait a minute. Why didn't you let my word construct your future for the good? Now you've let some lie come in and, and, and zap the, 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 the word's potential, my word's potential. And now you're going to have to, whatever it is that you imagine, this is exactly what you're going to see. That's what God, God was so fed up with these people. He was like, whatever you see is what you're going to get. What you dying in the wilderness, that's what you're going to get. And so he saved Joshua and Caleb because they were the only two people who carried this kind of special faith, this kind of special sight, this kind of special imagination to see to it that what they pictured in their heads would surely come to pass. It took a little longer because of the, the, the nation's disobedience. But he saw to it that Joshua and Caleb would be the first ones to go and conquer the land. And you know why? That was a lie that the other 12 spies or the other 10 spies had to say. Nobody even remembers their name. You know why that was a lie? Because when we go into the land uh, later on in, in, in the chapters, we see that that prostitute Rahab ends up saying, man, we, we, we've heard all about you. And, and people's hearts are melting within them of fear that they have because they know that your God is who he said he is. People's hearts are melting within. They're so terrified of you. And that's why Rahab was like, listen, I, I know what goes on behind these walls. And let me tell you, we are weak. We are f- afraid of your God. We know he, he goes before you. We've heard what he's done with you, separating the seas. And leading you by fire and a cloud of smoke during the day. We've heard all those things. And she says, and we're terrified. Listen, I'm going to be on your side. She did the right thing and was blessed through that. Her, her descendants were blessed because of that decision. And believing what was right and believing what was true. And so we see how absolutely integral it is for you to not only align yourself up with the word of God, but begin to see it the way that Joshua and Caleb did. Why? Romans 12, 2. This is the only way you can be able to process things correctly. You want an imagination, and we, we understand now we're day, uh, on, on day three how important this is and how uh, if, if you don't have a good imagination, you're susceptible for it to be bad, right? You're susceptible for the devil to come in and try to paint you a picture that's not good. So we, we, we can't allow for that to happen. So what do you need? Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Listen, for you to begin to renew your mind, right? This, this is so 
vital to your walk with with Jesus. And it's really so simple. This is why anybody who says like the Christian walk and, 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 you know, your relationship with Jesus is like one of the hardest things that that it's, it's a bunch of crap. It's, it's absolute cow manure because if, if you really understand the word of God, it's, it doesn't, there's no hardship. There's no, there's no struggle. God, God always zaps that from you. Any, any, any struggle, any frustration, anything that's, you know, heavy, that's not of God. He has given you a mind and he's given you his word. And through his word, he can take you through circumstances where it's like people are going to marvel at like, how in the world did you do that? And you can take him to God. And you can be like, it's only God. God took me through that season and I look back on it and, and he shielded me. Things should have been so much worse, but God protected me. He took care of me, right? And where does that come from? It comes from first, not doing what the world says is normal. Freaking out when you should be freaking out. Hysterically crying when you should be hysterically crying. Drinking when you should be drinking. It's like, oh, you, did, you know, smoking your, your uh, self into oblivion. That's what the, the, the world deems as normal, N- normal coping mechanisms, right? To seeing uh, uh, the crazy things out in the world. That's how to, how to cope with it because they're, they're just giants. We are but grasshoppers. No, no. God wants you to see a clearer picture. Seeing the clearer picture. That's what we're going to title this. See the clearer picture. I don't know if that's like a, um, English... If, the, if that's like poor English, I don't care. But you need to see the picture with clarity. And if you don't see it, and, and the only way for that clarity to come is through the light. If you're, if, if you're in darkness, you ain't going to see Jack. You're not going to see, even if you have a little flashlight, you're going to only see like a little part of the picture. It's better than being in complete darkness. But God says, come into the light. Come into see, see things the way that I see it. You know, that's one of my prayers every day. Father, let me see things the way you see them. Hear things the way you hear them. Say things the way you would say them. Because I don't want to do it the world's way. And you, you actually told me in Romans 12 too, not to do it that way. But I'll transform the way that I think, which is so vital, especially as a woman. This is so necessary. This is a non-negotiable. You need to be in the word. And if you don't want to think thoughts of worry, thoughts, thoughts of doom, thoughts of, of, of anxiety, trial, of, 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 of an early grave, you need to renew your mind every single day. And when you do, then you see what's good, what's acceptable, and what's perfect, and what's the will of God, which, which, which is, is seeing things the way God would see them, seeing things with clarity. You want that kind of imagination that you're going to benefit from, but it has to be good because we understand we can see it bad, just like the, the, the 10 spies. But we can also see with Joshua and Caleb, theirs was good. They had to see it that way before they could become it. And they saw it. They saw it. Joshua and Caleb, they saw it. And they were like, we can do this. Let's take it up at once. Right? But they're like, mm, I don't know. They were like grasshoppers. And they thought so too. That, that's how powerful the, the imagination is. You could actually believe a lie. 
But if you've imagined it, that we're grasshoppers, and they also think it when the reality is they're so afraid of you. They're so afraid of, of, of your God. Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> the way you process things is really imperative here. The way you you choose to see things and and listen nobody this is what's so uh, this is the life-changing thing this doesn't come through impartation it doesn't come through laying on of hands you have to change it this is why i love this this is why i i feel like this is like a message that i'm i'm gonna continue to chip away at and 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 further develop and really like let that thing bloom because i love the fact that god isn't in heaven with his hands tied and being like oh I wish I could help you, but I'm up here and I'm in heaven, sad, lonely heaven with like, you know, we have this misconception of, of, of God just with his hands tied, wishing that he could do more, but not being able to, he's done all he could do. He sent his son. He sent his spirit. He sent the word. What more can he do? He literally made it so easy for us. And all we have to do is believe. That's all we have to do. That's what faith is, is just believing that what he says is right. That what he said is, is, is true. And it's true for me. Not just like, oh, it's, it's true for the body of, uh, of, of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's true too. But is it true for you? Can you get healing? Just because the, the, the Bible says the word was sent and it healed. I can receive my healing just by, 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 by listening to somebody, by listening to the word of God. I can, I can, I can receive that. No, no. Yeah. And it won't be true for you. I can tap into, uh, 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 you know, a new creative way of, uh, a new creative way of doing things where I could actually benefit this financially. No, I'm always going to be poor. My family's family was poor. I'm a redneck. I'm ghetto. I like to be ghetto. Let's not forget about where you came from. No, I would forget about where you came from because if it's, if, if it's not producing anything good, I want to forget about that. That ain't going to be me. That's not my portion. I'm, I'm going to get intoxicated with the word of God and do it the way he does because out of that is where the abundance of life flows from. Not, not me trying to, you know, do it the way ever I've seen it done before and do it the way mom and dad did it and do it the way auntie Susie did it and do it the way uh, uncle Buck did it. You have to see yourself in, in light of God's word and, and, and be like, you know, I, I don't, I don't really like this. I don't like this. And God's going to show it. Once you, once you meditate, on the word of God, he begins to bring those things up with clarity, with clarity, things that were always there that didn't really bother you. All of a sudden you're like, mm, no, me no like it, me no like this. And then you just get rid of it. And I can and, and you can tap into his perfect will, the goodwill, everything that's that that flows from him. I want that. Because that's what's going to bring me life. That's what's going to bring me uh, fruit. Look at this. 1 Samuel 17, 23 and 24. 
It says, as he's uh, talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. Look at this. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. (laughs) They began to run away. Because they already imagined, like, oh my gosh, look at what we see. You know, sometimes what we see is a lie. I wish you would understand that today. Sometimes what everybody's told you or or what the enemies tried to put in you is a complete falsity. It's it's hogwash, it's porqueria, poopy. And, and, but, but we can allow for our emotions to come in and believe that lie and be like, yeah, no, I am an idiot. No, I am, I am, I am never going to get out of this mess. I am always going to be in debt. I I am never going to find the right one. I'll never get that position. And then you allow yourself to do that and believe it. And then fear, it, it, it strikes fear. And then fear is like so real that it just negates every other sense. And, and that's why fear is so toxic. I mean, I can talk about fear from here until Jesus comes. But where did it all start with? You believing the lie. You believing what you see. You believing what you heard. That, that we talked about filters last week and how your imagination is seen through the filters of, of, of your, the information that you feed it, right? We got to take that filter away. And just, just believe. To believe. So what are you going to believe? Are you going to believe what people have told you? Are you going to believe the lie? Are you going to believe what you see? Are you going to believe the pain? Or are you going to say, Father, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I will lend to many nations and never borrow. I am the head and never the tail, above and never beneath. I am blessed when I come in, blessed when I go out. I, uh, 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 whatever. What, 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 what is it that you're going to believe? Are you going to believe the lie? Are you going to believe the truth of God? word because that's what faith is and that's why this is so amazing because you can in in developing your imagination you're developing your faith I can see myself with much I don't have to be in a in a place of uncertainty and fear I see myself thriving I see myself out of debt I see myself climbing higher and higher going straight to the top I see myself in a in a beautiful marriage I see myself with that baby I see myself in that vehicle I see myself in that car I see myself preaching see you got to develop these things and when you develop it you're developing your faith believe it or not well, you have to believe it because if you don't believe it, then it's not going <laughs> to. So, so here they are uh, in, in, in complete terror and they're hiding now. Oh my gosh. They're hiding. They went and ran away in fright. Let me tell you what David saw. David asked the soldier standing nearby in verse 26, what will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway? That, is, that he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God. Take, leave it to uh, New Living Translation to dumb it down. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that should defy the armies of the living God? See, instead of seeing himself as this little tiny boy, I'm a grasshopper in front of Anak's, um, uh, uh, you know, descendants. 
David said, no, nah, no, nah, who, who is this? I mean, you couldn't have said something more disrespect, uncircum, like who is this nothing in comparison to who we are and how we stand before God almighty? We represent him. Who does this idiot think he is? Who does this nobody think that he is coming and saying these blasphemous things towards a living God? That's what David was saying. And he got so wrapped up. He understood, right? Just like I, I, I was saying uh, last program. He, he, he saw it. He saw himself chopping his head off and going after it. And he's like, you, wait. But, but before, see, because he wasn't dumb either. There's a benefit to seeing things the way God sees it. He's like, what's, what's the reward? Come at me again. A wife? Tax free? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. See, he wasn't an idiot. He's like, what, what will I get? I can get it. I've done it to a lion. I've done it to a bear. I mean, it's, that, that's no problem. This, this idiot with a giant forehead, he's going to come in and talk about my God. At least these animals didn't say nothing about my God. Now, this, this, this thing has the audacity to come up to me, start talking about my God whom I love and sing to in the cool of the evenings. You Are you kidding me? I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, I'm adding all these things. To, but that's how I'm seeing it. There's a reward for you seeing things the way God sees them. And if you don't pass that test, you can never level up. I want you to know that. There's certain things that the, de- the, the, de- the enemy, I always say that, the, the, the enemy, the devil will try to throw at you. And all you see is, is the smoke screen, the mirrors, the lights, the fire. <sighs> When really it's just like some like, you know, scrawny little dude trying to like, you know, hype things up when it's he has no power, powerless. And on you is like a bazooka that could just completely annihilate anything that's in front of it. But but we 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 don't focus on the right things. And so we have to focus on the right things in order to see the right things. Because if we don't focus on it, then, then all of a sudden what's fake becomes the reality. What's, what's a lie becomes the truth. So you have to see things the way David saw them. David saw that this was going to be an easy thing. And not only that, he saw that there was going to be a blessing to that. That's what I want you to see right now. With whatever it is that you're believing and contending God for, start thinking about it. Start thinking yourself walking it out. Start, start thinking uh, about yourself in, 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 in view of what the word of God has to say about you. If you continue to think that you're ugly, that you're uh, insecure. I well, I am insecure. Those things might be true. In the natural, you can actually begin. Not that you're ugly. You're beautiful. Uh, but but you might be be afraid. You might be insecure. You might think uh, all these evil things about yourself. It's it, it's actually causing you to not do what you, you you know to walk into the fullness of what you're called to do. It's until you see yourself. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Listen, at times I think like, God, why did you make my nose like this? How can you say that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made when, when J-Lo is out there? Have you seen Beyonce's face? 
Were you sleeping at the wheel when you... See, you, you can convince yourself that, God, like, what did you do? Or you can say, Father, just the way I am, that's exactly how you made me be. Am I going to get Botox? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not lie to you. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not, like, you know, putting that as, an, as a complete no. But, but you know, when it, when it comes to certain the physical features here, it's like... No, this is like my war buddy. You know, we've been through it. I'm I'm proud of this thing. This is this is this is a, a, a an Ortiz thing. I like my heritage. See, you can start viewing yourself in in light of God's love and 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 word over your life, and I want you to start doing that. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for this word. I thank you that from this moment forward, we begin to see ourselves the way you see us. Let us be like David, Father. Seizing the opportunity for a leveling up. Looking for the giant in whose head we are going to cut off. Spiritually speaking. In Jesus' name. Looking for that... uh, 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 opportunity to grow father let us see things in light of who you are in light of your greatness in light of your grandeur in light of 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 the strength that you are and and father let it be let it strengthen us today in jesus name and everybody said hey this is jonathan shuttlesworth i want to thank you for listening to my podcast or if you're listening to my wife's thank you on her behalf If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.